Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami, Jules in Minneapolis, and Stan in central Indiana, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. What do you know, Bears fans? I'm right back here. The Bears traded in back into the fifth round. Uh, I was actually producing the last episode. Nick was out of the room, and Steve uh, had the keen eye of at least getting a push notification that the Bears traded in to pick 173. And Steve, who's the pick? Darnell Mooney, uh, the wide receiver from Tulane. Um, Really fast guy, athletic guy. He's exactly what the Bears need. Um, He's not like any other receiver they have on the roster uh, Allen Robinson and, and uh, Anthony Miller are going to work more underneath. Moody can be that deep, th- deep play threat. Ran the four three eight second forty at the combine. Um, anytime you see a four three speed guy getting drafted, you like that. Um, I don't know what we gave up to him and I for him, and I'm not sure if I like trading up again. But at least you got some speed for the offense, which we desperately needed. Yeah, I see here four three eight speed, which, like you said, is desperately needed here on this offense. But yeah, so the Bears, do we know what we traded yet, Steve? Uh, I do not know that yet. Okay, we'll keep tabs on that, and we'll diagnose it when it comes through, and we'll talk about it. But Nick, I mean, we've been very vocal throughout this entire process that the Bears do need to find speed at the wide receiver position. Obviously, it may not be the only thing that's needed there, but speed was probably or was the top need there at the, uh, at the position group. So what are your initial thoughts here? I know we're just reacting to this pick, learning more about him. But obviously you get a guy who has the speed that we need. You have to be excited, right? Yeah, so this is something that the Bears desperately needed. I think I found out what the Bears traded. Field Yates tweeted out that the Eagles trade picks 173 and 227. Bears trade picks 196, 200, and 233 um, to move up to get Darnell Mooney. But um yeah, I get well, we can assess that in a sec, but I think what um Darnell Mooney is, obviously what Steve was just saying, that four three eight speed, and like you said as well, Will, someone that can take the top off the defense that the Bears really don't have since Taylor Gabriel departed when they released him in early February. So you have somebody 
hopefully that can maybe just get on the field. Obviously, it's taken a while for a couple of the Bears wide receivers to get acclimated into Matt Nagy's offense. It's a complex system. But if you just say you just need to run a go route, it can't be the hardest thing to do to get on the football field. So they finally addressed the offense, which we didn't think it would take this long. Obviously, they drafted Cole Clement, but it's about time. Yeah, it is about time that we got some speed, something that we've been wanting here ever since uh, Marvin Hall was let go uh, in final cuts last uh, season, right before it began. Steve, do you have any other further details here that you're able to kind of address? I'm just making sure everything's working on the stream. Sure, it looks like it is. So I'm now able to settle in. I feel good about a receiver. It's a position that Mm -hmm. we wanted, especially at least for me. I was envisioning it happening in the sixth round in my mock draft. So the value here is kind of what I was envisioning, as well as the type of receiver with that speed. He can get to a you know from point A to point B uh, in a hurry, which is very exciting. But just very curious if you're able to find out a little bit more about Mooney. So um, Mooney's a player I liked. I actually um, have watched him before. I'm like Vildor. So uh, he's undersized. He's only 176 pounds. So he's going to struggle to get off press. He's not a great route runner, um, but he is that athlete that they needed. And he, he can, he can step on the field week one and, and, and be productive for the bears just by simply taking the top off the defense, as you both have said, um, he's going to open up things up for Cole Komet and Alan Robinson and Anthony Miller underneath. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I like this pick a lot. Again, not a big fan of trading up again, uh, but Mooney should be able to at least make an impact. Even if he, even if his stat line doesn't, isn't going to be outrageous, he's going to make an impact just by being on the field. And so now I'm trying to find Nick, where did you find the trade details? I just retweeted it from Field Yates. Field Thank Yates you. accounts there. So I just retweeted that. Um, yeah, it looks like the Bears, they, they gave up a, a good amount there to go up to get a guy. That- Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. I can impact their offense. Um, just kind of reading the short, like um, Darnell Mooney in Dane Brugler's um, list of wide receivers had a very short summary, not someone that he was very high on. But uh, and in his uh, report, he has Mooney has the body type of a kicker with poor muscle definition and play strength. Uh, while his while his straight line explosive, while he is straight line explosive, he can get off balance out of his breaks and needs to use better sync quickness to consistently separate. The focus drops are frustrating, but he tracks the ball well, working hard to get open and fighting through coverage. Overall, his little statement here: Mooney is tougher than he looks but he must better control his dynamic athleticism to make it in the NFL as a consistent weapon. So interesting. Uh, you have the back and forth. Obviously you never want to be compared to a scrawny kicker with no muscle definition, but he has superior athleticism. So you get both trades in this pick for, for Darnell Mooney, but just in his last season, 2019, 48 receptions, 713 yards, 14.9 yards per reception, five touchdowns in the year before that, he had 20.7 yards per reception, second team all ACC, and led the team in receiving. So he does have that playmaking ability. Just got to see. You got to obviously put him in ideal situations. You don't want to put him on the line of scrimmage. If he would 
move outside to the Z receiver. Most of the time, you're going to be off the line of scrimmage. Matt Nagy loves to use three-by-one bunch sets so you can play him to where he'll have a lot of open field to work with, to go deep, to just extend the defense. So I'm thinking Matt Nagy's thinking about it. Darnell Moody. How can I put him in the best position available? Uh, and then just let his speed kind of take over. And that's exactly what this offense needed to open up the stuff underneath, open up a cold command in the middle of the field, and just get a lot of production from the offense. Yeah, so I'm looking here. I was just trying to find out what do we have left in terms of draft capital this season. And if my math serves me correctly, it's only round seven, pick 226 and 227. So back-to-back picks. So that's all we have left. So no more, uh, none of those sixth-round picks. Like you said, 200's gone and 196 gone. So we're sitting there at 226. We added 227 back, and then we also got rid of 233. So just two more picks to go right now. Uh, Steve, is that... Worthy in your eyes a trade of that magnitude to eliminate, you know, three additional picks here out of this draft. It was a deep class of wide receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there were some other speed guys that would have been available later on. At least that's my right. gut feeling here. So, are you still okay with this trade, or is it one that you wouldn't have executed if you were Ryan Pace? I probably wouldn't have executed it. Um, Mooney might have been there later, and like you said, there were also some other speed guys who probably would have been there later. But at the end of the day, it, it what a, a couple of late round picks to move up to get your guy. It, it's not. I'm I'm just happy we didn't trade any more future draft picks. So sure, I, I'm not happy with it, but I can live with it. And Mooney does give uh, some an element to the offense that it's been missing. So I, I can't complain too much. Now, is there anything more that we need to say on Mooney besides that he brings the speed to the offense that we've all known that they needed? Is there anything more that makes him a special player? Obviously, he has the same body build as me, which <laughs> may not be really all too productive, but as long as he can take you know punishment or avoid it with his speed. I mean, I'm seeing here on uh, just his you know, draft profile, of course, you're seeing someone who has the speed who can turn, not just take the top off of a defense, but he's someone that can turn slants or some shorter routes into touchdowns uh, as well. He's someone who has a big vertical, so he's more than just a deep threat in that regard. If you needed to throw it up to him, he can go up there and get the ball as well. But, Nick, you mentioned some of the knocks with some drops. Um, as well so for me uh, it's one of those that he may be more one of those one trick ponies that maybe I wasn't looking into before the draft but at the end of the day when you have the guy with the speed that this defense uh, this offense needs which if this based off of what I'm seeing here this may be one of the only areas that the Bears believe this offense they needed to address and I mentioned in the last show that they must have a lot of confidence in this offense being closer than we think. And I think to eliminate some picks in this draft and all the way now, no other picks into pick uh, 226 and 227, then they must have really have some confidence level as offensive line, uh, as I mentioned earlier as well, um, as well and in addition to some of the other positions on that offense. So I think confidence level is higher than maybe what we were thinking. But if that's the case and they think, all, hey, all we need is a speed guy, then I guess I'm all for it. Anything further you wanted to add it on? Uh, I'm already nicknaming him Cash Cash Mooney. <laughs> I'm just watching some of the highlights here, just a quick kind of to get a, a feel for what Darnell Mooney does. And obviously we, we kind of hit on easy deep threat, but there's a lot. The quarterback here is just underthrowing the football severely. And Darnell Mooney's going back up jumping up to go get that even though he's a little undersized obviously he's still making an effort to go get that football high point in the air and like you said will those slants 
maybe typically you go for 10 yards a first down. It's a guy that can make it a lot more than that. And that's exactly what the Bears needed at this position. It's interesting, though, because if this is the only position that the Bears think they need it, right, a, a deep threat, and we shouldn't expect him to be a big focal point in this office. I don't think that would be realistic. they got to have a lot of confidence in that right guard position, whoever it is right now. It could be a Jermaine Fetty that that maybe gets those first-team reps. Maybe it's a Rashad Coward that Ryan Pace was kind of talking about. Or wild-card Alex Bars that you know maybe people have forgotten about. But it seems like with not addressing right guard right now or in the previous picks in the draft, the Bears feel confident that the guys that they have there can get better from last year, be a good group, a consistent group, keep Nick Foles upright or Mitch Trubisky, whoever it may be, and get consistent play from them. Just a lot better than what they had in 2019, just based off of them not addressing it at this point. So if this is the one thing they thought they needed, and which they definitely did, they got someone that has some upside. We just got to see how Matt Nagy, or how many reps really, a Darnell Mooney would get in his first season because Anthony Miller didn't get the most in his first year. Riley really didn't get in until later on. It took a Taylor Gabriel injury to finally get Riley Ridley just to see, just to be active. Right. So it takes time for wide receivers to get acclimated to Matt Nagy's offense. Well, I think with a guy like Mooney, though, with that speed, he's going to be the exception to the rule here where he will be thrust in in some different situations and just reading uh looking here at the draft wire they had a Q&A with him and he they asked how do you describe your play style and here's his answer I'm very dangerous with the ball in my hands I'm an explosive playmaker the defense had to account for me every time that I stepped onto the field they had to game plan for me and they had to know where I was lined up at all times I definitely make my presence felt out there. I always feel like I'm in a groove. The more touches I get, the more dangerous I become. I feel like I did my best work later in the game, and I always try to make it tough on the defense. And on top of that as well, he was mentioning in some other answers that what he thought on top of just his speed that he demonstrated and proved to NFL coaches and scouts at the combine was the ability to run routes. And they didn't really think he could be as a dynamic route runner as perhaps that he uh, was able to demonstrate back in February. So this does get me very uh, more excited now that we're sitting there and able to do, I guess, uh, well, at least for me, now I'm actually being able to absorb it instead of doing all the stream work and trying to shut down tabs and all the other applications that goes into podcast production as well. And uh, obviously I'm a little disappointed because this may be one of the only picks that we weren't ever live on a clock for in my six years of doing this, but that's okay. Uh, Steve, any other thoughts on Mooney? Yeah, just kind of piggybacking up what Nick said and with Matt Nagy and how he's going to use him. You know, we've mentioned that he's going to be that deep threat, but I think they could also use him in the screen game. We know Matt Nagy loves to throw wide receiver screens, get it, just get, he doesn't have to run a diverse route tree right away to make an impact. He can be that deep threat, get him the ball quick out of uh, quickly in a screen game and let him just try to create after the catch. Um, I think he could be used in that role. And I'm just excited to have a wide receiver with some speed on the offense, because I feel like it's been a while since we've had that. And it's going to, it's going to really open up the offense. For sure. Nick, do you want to hand out grades or do you want to do best case, worst case? I'll let you choose. Um, let's go best case, worst case. Um, just looking at Darnell Mooney and like what's I think Steve hit it on, you know, perfectly with saying that because of what he his best attribute is, is that that deep that speed, he doesn't have to run the most complex, diverse routes. You can just get him to be a guy that extends the defense that people that a defense needs to just needs to account for. So best case, 
we do see Darnell Mooney actually playing in Matt Nagy's offense starting, you know, somewhat early in the season. You see him at least get some reps. That would be the best case scenario. And hopefully that Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky can hit him on one of these these routes. Because Matt Nagy, um, to his credit, he does at times get people open. It's just about if the quarterback can hit him. But this is a guy that if he gets past that that cornerback with you know without getting an effective jam he might he's going to get past the defense so that's best case worst case scenario I don't think it's it's the worst case if he doesn't see the field early on that's just how it's been with wide receivers but worst case does a robot know you like a neighbor insurance corporation will fulfill request to cover anyone anything anytime anywhere with most standard algorithm in the order it was received please hold Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. He's just is not able to maximize his greatest strength, which is getting behind a defense. But I just don't see how you can do that when you have elite speed. You should be able to get behind defenders and be able to just get open. But I just feel like what his greatest strength is will be able to get him on the field sooner rather than later. Nick, do you remember the last player that we had from Tulane? Yeah, Matt Forte. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just put that connection down too. I was like, I like football players from Tulane. We've had a very pleasant experience with one in the past in Matt Forte. And of course, different positions, definitely different expectations here. Matt Forte was a second-round pick. Uh, first round talent, by the way. But on top yeah. of that, this one, I mean, I just, I'm excited. I, I like players from Tulane. I like the speed element. Uh, he was mentioning here too, just reading a little bit more about that Q and A. Like, people are like, are you going to be a draft? Like, what? Why should teams draft you? And he's very first sentence. I am not a risk. He understands that draft picks are long term investments, and that he, we're going to get someone with a great return on investment, which I think has been one of my terms so far. This draft is always looking for that ROI. Uh, he's gonna, we're getting someone that's going to work hard, make plays, calls himself a playmaker again, and he closes it off by saying that you're going to give everything that you expected out of me and more. And he can't wait to hit the ground running, and he's definitely going to be doing that here in Chicago. Steve, do you have any additional thoughts in terms of best case, worst case uh, Do you, uh, for him or any other additional input you wanted to put in before we kind of hand it over to grades? Sure. So best case for him is Matt Nagy has a plan and a plan how to use him. Get him maybe best case four to five touches a game and just hope he can break a, one, a long run or, or catch a long a long pass. And then worst case would just be he doesn't make the team or, or has to stay, send, spend some time on the practice squad. But um, I like the pick. It's good upside. All right. So obviously this one, I think we've been higher on most of these picks than, you know, these have not gone how any of us mocked. Well, besides I, I got the uh, Jalen Johnson, of course, in the second round, but besides that, it hasn't gone the way that really any of us were expecting, but somehow I think we're still coming around to these picks and we're getting excited about the draft class that is being built here for the Chicago bears in 2020. So for Nick, I'll hand it over to you first. What's going to be, your grade for Darnell Mooney. So I th- just going into this draft, I wanted the Bears to get somebody with elite speed. That's why I had KJ Hamler as one of the guys that I really liked in the second round. But you still get a guy with elite speed. Obviously not the same player, not the same, um, not as good as a player as a KJ Hamler. But he does have that the most important quality, which is the speed 
to get behind a defense. So looking where they got him, I'm seeing a lot of Bears fans are excited about this pick. It did address a big need. And you, you look, Ryan Pace showed conviction to go get a guy that I think he's going to that he's going to give the Matt Nagy that he's going to use in this offense. Like I said uh, earlier, rather than later. So I'm going to go give this an A. I think this is a good pick for Ryan Pace. A good pick that again filled the need for this Bears offense, gave him another weapon, and now we can see now Matt Nagy has a speedster that he always wanted, like similar. Um, and in Kansas City, you always want to go back to reference Kansas City. You have the tight end, you have the speed guy. Matt Nagy has his own version of it. Not saying it's going to be anywhere close, but he does have similar pieces now that he can work with. Hopefully, that maximizes and gets the most out of his offense. And we have a vertical passing game threat. And we, I know there's a quote competition at quarterback, but getting either of these guys, someone who can be that vertical threat uh, with this deep speed that Mooney possesses, I think this is a, definitely a big plus. I'm going to give this pick, uh, despite the draft capital that we had to trade away, I'm going to give this one a B plus, even maybe an A minus, because again, at the end of the day, they couldn't went any route in terms of what speed guy they brought in, but it seems like looking at who's left available, this one may be uh, one of them with the highest upside and also uh, one of the more versatile players with their athleticism. So for me, I'm going to give this one, I'll say A-, A-, just because I'm feeling generous right now. But how about you, Steve? What would be your letter grade for this pick? Well, I'll give him that. I'll give him the B plus that you were thinking about giving him. Um, I do like I like the I like Mooney a lot. It's just the, the trading up to get him knocks it down from that A A minus to a, to a B plus. All right, that works for me, Nick. I'm going to give you an opportunity of any final thoughts. If not, I am going to wrap up the show as we have a long wait now uh, until we reach that seventh round uh, area. Yeah, um, I guess final thoughts. Like I said, I really like the pick. I, I wanted to just curious. Obviously, these smaller guys, they never put up a lot on the bench press. He did have nine kind of presses there, which wasn't last, which is a good thing. Um, more than for, I would have for done. The Bears pick. Oh, I, I'd get it once, and then you'd have to get two big dudes to really help me get up 225. But, yeah, just um, I just like the the creativity Matt Nagy can use with with a guy like Darnell Mooney. I think that should get Bears fans excited about what this offense can hopefully do in 2020. It's it's a wild card that, like he said that I mentioned, that defenses have to account for. And when you have more guys that defenses have to account for, someone's going to be open, and it's just a matter of who. And if they want to take a chance and let Mooney slide, then he, I think he's a guy that can be sneakily underrated and make defenses pay. And at the end of the day, that's exactly what we're hoping for at the receiver position in this draft. So that's why I'm very excited about this pick. All right, well, that'll do it, Bears fans. One quick additional reminder, please review and rate our show on Apple Podcasts. 29 away from our goal, 600 again. Once we reach the century mark, we will give away a free Chicago Bears jersey of the winner's choice. It's nothing I have in my closet. You get to choose it. We order it from ChicagoBears.com. And, of course, that one goes to you. You get to choose the player, the color, of course, the size. We want to make sure it fits. And on top of that, I hope that you've been enjoying all of our draft coverage throughout this weekend. If everything kind of falls through as it looks like it should be, one more show to go. Back-to-back picks in the seventh round to kind of close this thing out. So we'll be back then or maybe sooner if they use that draft capital to move up yet again. Who knows? It's Ryan Pace. You never know what to expect. So we'll talk to you then very soon. But, of course, bear down, Chicago.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.